episode of Divided by Brand. My name's Dan O'Cock and here's what's coming up on today's show. On this episode I've decided to give you something valuable that you can take away and this is something that was so successful with my first episode that I've now decided to put some structure behind it and roll this out on a consistent basis. So, if you haven't already listened to episode one, what I suggest you do, if you've dropped in at this stage, is to go back and listen to episode one, which was six brand focus points to help add value to your business. And in that episode, I talk you through the points, but there's also a download link. And I'm going to put the link in these show notes as well. And that will give you, you can either listen to the points and uh, hear me talk you through them, or there's a PDF download that you can take away, share with your colleagues, um, or just use in your own business if um, it's just you there. And, you know, it's there for you. It's valuable content. Um, I wanted to give you something that you would find lasting value, or at least start the ball rolling when it comes to, to scratching your head with brand, which so many people do. So go check out episode one. And then because it was so well received and I got some great feedback from that episode, I've now decided to produce another five in the same same structure. So what we're going to end up with are six episodes that are focused on developing a unique and memorable brand identity. What needs to be involved? What's the process that I would go through with my clients? What are you going to have to think about? And all of these I want to cover off so that at the end of all six episodes, once you've listened to them, you should have a real firm foothold of where you want to take your brand and some of the some of the thoughts and some of the decisions that you're going to have to um, overcome 
in, in order to, to produce this brand that's either in your head right now or perhaps is just that spark of inspiration or perhaps you've got a brand that's not quite doing it for you and you're ready to change it so that it is becoming what you've always envisioned so i hope you find this episode as valuable as episode one and i'll just plow on and show you exactly what we've got lined up now why is brand identity so important what about it you know what why is it such a big deal for people well a brand lives and evolves in the minds and the hearts of consumers it's your reputation okay that's what a brand is to me it's the reputation um, and how it's perceived of your consumers its identity therefore to me is crucial to the business's future so if your brand is more than just its logo how can you replicate what brands like coca-cola have done um mcdonald's um any other big name brands that have done and tap into these other elements of your business's identity so i want to give you them over the course of these next five episodes and these should be components of a well-developed brand identity and why it's so important for you to develop them. So point number one on my five episode journey of developing a unique and memorable brand identity is research. Now, it sounds boring. It's integral research. And I'm talking about researching your audience, understanding your audience, getting the value proposition right, and looking at your competition as well. Okay. Now, just like any other aspect of starting a business, and if you haven't researched and start a business, I'd be very, very surprised. The first part or the first step in creating a brand identity is to complete this market research. You need to clarify and understand quite a few things, but I'll give you a couple to set you off. Now your audience, that I've just mentioned. Different people want different things, right? You can't target a um, middle-aged person um, in the same way that you would target someone in college or university, right? They're almost at different ends of the spectrum. They'll expect to read things in a different way and have a different tone of voice. So they're, you know, that's not quite opposite ends of the spectrum, but um, they're definitely an example of different people wanting different things. And that's really important if you have if you have a product or a service is understanding exactly who you're going to be talking to and learning what the audience wants from your business and what they want in your industry is vital to creating a brand that people will love okay and this then follows on to 
my second point again this is still under research so understanding your audience but it's value proposition now what makes your business unique in your industry just ask yourself that question why are you unique what is it about you what do you offer your consumers your customers that others can't right and there's examples across it across every industry of people that that stand out doing what they do because they're the only ones that do it and i find that sometimes at this stage when people are analyzing competition that there's a pitfall of looking at the successful businesses and copying them and you can't do that well not only for copyright reasons but you just can't you're not going to have a unique business you will just come across as another well an out-of-the-box second-rate version of someone that's doing it better than you so that's not the way forward and that's not what I'm talking about when I say look at your competition but what are they doing and how did they get to where they are right now and making sure that what you're offering your consumers is is that unique thing and what it what is it what is it about it is it a service is it a product is it something of how it's presented is it is it both things I don't know know the difference okay know the difference between you and your competition and that's also incredibly important when it comes to developing a successful brand and when it comes to working with a designer that part of your business helps someone like myself as a creative to understand the kind of thinking and why your business should look a certain way okay keep an eye on the competitors up by all means you know look at what they're doing um, that's going to educate you on what branding techniques might work well and maybe ones that don't but i certainly stand by that um advice of be yourself okay don't be something that you're not so you need to look at that as well My next point on this episode of talking about researching your audience value proposition is mission and I guess it sounds a little bit 90s or like have you got your mission statement but you do need to know what your business offers and you need to know that sense of direction which I think the word mission kind of summarizes pretty well you need to know what your business offers but you need to be sure that you've got this clear i find it easier when I, when there is a direct statement you know something that describes your vision and your goals all right it'll help you to visualize them and it will give you in other words it'll give you that ability to understand your business's purpose and that's important because you can't create a person i can't create a personality for a business unless you know what the business is about okay and this is a tricky one to get right because it's not something that you can it's not easy to put it into words but i suggest you do 
because once it is in a written format then that starts to become the best way that you can describe what you do to people and um, I think sometimes it's referred to as the elevator pitch but certainly that short introductory paragraph when someone asks you what do you do okay so mission is my next bullet pointed item that I wanted to give you on this episode and after mission what I want you to think about up to this point is we've kind of we've looked at your audience we've looked at your value proposition or if you haven't and you should have done we've looked at the competition and seen what they're doing as well then we've looked to refine a mission statement and when talking about you know starting to get more into what the purpose is of your business and next up is that you should be thinking about personality and this is really where design you know where I would come in as a designer brand identity designer that even though you're not branding an individual sometimes and I do do personal branding for influencers or key speakers but where it is an individual if it's a business it doesn't mean that you can't be personable when developing a brand image you've got to make sure that even though it's a business you're considering the type that you use the typography the fonts um, the colors the palettes that you're going to use is there more than one I don't know and what imagery will represent the brand and more importantly if I rephrase that the imagery that would represent who the brand is okay then what we would do normally as a designer and working with a client is work to enhance that visual representation with your tone of voice so if you're a confident business with you know kind of a lot of street cred someone like nike is probably a, the best example i could give um so you've got someone like nike and then you've got somebody like i don't know um let's think of a high street brand mulberry there's an example nike and mulberry completely different but you need to be sure that you develop your brand in a way that represents your business okay they've got entirely different ways of engaging with their customer base right because Mulberry's client base Nike's client base yeah so I hope that's made sense to just break it down like that and sometimes this just sounds obvious to people and sometimes it doesn't some people haven't considered it and either way I just really hope it's resonating with you and research it, it is boring I'm not gonna lie but the way that I think of it is not boring is that you're putting in the groundwork for your own success and the more that you know about your business the stronger that your brand identity will be and not only that but the easier that you will find the creative process when you engage with a designer or a senior creative and you will find that you'll have more topic of conversation and that designer would find a, a deeper insight 
as to your own train of thought, your own direction, um, the mission of the business, and they can use all of that information to put forward their ideas and then work with you. They won't just go away and kind of meaning produce meaningless sketches that mean nothing to you. So up to this point, you should hopefully have seen how we're starting to gradually build up a picture. And yeah, it's not really until we haven't even got onto any of the logo or the identity stuff, right? And I'm really hoping that you're starting to get that picture of brand identity. You know, it's far more than jumping on um, a website that churns out logos, 10 to the dozen, okay? Working with the right person and the right expert will pay in the long run. And there's that saying, pay cheap, pay twice. And I've probably lost track of the number of times that I spoke with a client and they've said, well, I had a logo done on um, such and such website and I'm just not very happy with it. You know, I've heard that so many times and I don't, I mean, there are, there's a ton of examples out there where you do pay, you, you get what you pay for at the end of the day. And if that's what you're, if that's what you're willing to pay, then that's what you're going to get a low price and you get a low result. So, you know, we're not even on to actually creating logos and what's involved with that yet. But up to this point, you know, we've got a lot of things that we already need to be considering. Now, beyond personality, this is my last point. And this one, again, it's kind of falls under the research, but it's SWOT analysis. Okay. And if you don't, or you haven't done a SWOT analysis before, I don't know if people use some similar variations, but it's strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And as a guideline, as a template to work through, it's one of the easiest um, examples that I've come across. So it's a way and it's a method that's beneficial to understand your brand as well. Okay. Considering that the characteristics of the brand, it'll help you find out what you want to portray in the brand. Okay. So if we kind of put it onto if we put SWOT analysis onto our brand, if we start with our strengths, if you can give me positive characteristics of your business that provide an advantage over your competition, let's say list out five for each of these. So five strengths, five positive characteristics of your business that provide an advantage over your competition. There's your strengths there's the start of what your unique selling point is, which came under the value and proposition stuff. Next are your weaknesses. Think of five characteristics that prove to be a disadvantage to your business. Where could you improve? We all have them. They're your weaknesses. Those are the characteristics that are a disadvantage. Next is opportunities. Changes and trends in your industry, think of five changes and trends that offer opportunities for your business. That is the opportunity side of the SWOT for your brand. And last up is the threats. 
So what elements in the environment or the industry that might cause problems for your business? Think about those and think about them from a brand standpoint. And I'm going to leave it there for this episode because I think what I want to do is make these as small and as digestible as I can just because they're a bonus content and they should be something that you can go back and refer to. Now, in episode one, I have done a download PDF version. And like I said, that just gives you the chance to go back and refer to something if you prefer to have either a PDF on your desktop uh, when you're listening back to stuff or if you just want to you know, print it out and have it there as a copy, as a point of reference. With this one, I'm going to keep everything in the episode so that you have to kind of listen back. But I am going to put details in the show notes so that you've got notes there as well that you can refer to. So here we are, the end of another episode. If you want to read more about my own work or my business, or if you feel like applying to be a guest on the show, which I am looking for new guests, if you feel like anything on the show has resonated with you on any level, please get in touch. You can do all of this via my website, which is danielocock.com. You'll be able to listen to more episodes on there. You can see some of my designs, some of my illustration work as well. You'll also find all my social media channels. So I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, and there is some stuff on Instagram. You'll be able to engage with me directly on there. The podcast itself is available to download via most of the major platforms out there. So think in Spotify, iTunes, things like that. If you like the show, then please don't forget to hit share. And it would be great to read a review or two from yourselves. And just tell me what you think about the show. I will read some of those out at the end of each episode. And I'd like to give some special mentions and thanks to anyone who does take the time to write one. And on that note, I just want to say thank you for listening to this episode. And remember... If you're not proud of your brand, how do you expect anyone else to be?